Hello, y'all, and welcome back to the Right Podcast. Probably the only podcast anywhere on the podcast market that does not have an intro tune to go with it. Uh, I I just don't have one. I don't think I have the facilities to make one. So I'm, I haven't made one yet, unfortunately. Um, I feel like it would really just sit the whole podcast off if I did have an intro song of some kind. Uh, but I don't have that yet. And until I figure out how to make one, y'all are just going to be stuck with... Uh, me rambling and trying to introduce this podcast uh, cohesively and effectively. But welcome back for another episode, another deep dive into the world of writing, and a deeper dive into all the things that writing entails. Specifically, of course, we are talking about characters, and for this episode, we are going to be talking about naming characters. Now, I've mentioned before, and I'll mention it one more time, I love naming characters. It is my favorite thing about writing, my absolute favorite thing. I love it. I could name characters all day, every day for the rest of my life and be super happy. I love to help name characters for other people. I love to spend hours naming my own. And it's just something that for some reason brings me an immense amount of joy. I don't know why, but it does. I like to think I'm fairly good at naming characters. I like to think I've got some variety in my names. I don't like to use the same names twice unless they are for supporting characters. So I like to think I'm pretty okay at it. I've been writing for a while. I, I just It's always been my favorite thing, just the naming portion of everything. So I like to think it's one of my skill sets as a writer. I don't know when I started to like naming characters. I just can't always have, mm, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it's my favorite thing. I could talk about it for hours, but I won't. <laughs> uh, that would be awful for y'all. i keep this to one episode and I've tried to condense everything down into a decent like 30 minutes. I did record a version of this a minute ago and I absolutely hated it because I rambled a lot. Um, so now I've gotten that a little more clean, figured it out a little bit more because there's just, I mean, there's so much to talk about because names are very important when you're looking at characters, like point blank, point blank period. Well, names are super, super important. They are important to us as people. So they are important to the characters that you are working on. There's lots of reasons why they're important. I mean, if you're going to look at it in the literal sense, like, these could be real people. When parents are naming children, they don't just, like, give them a name. They're not just like, hmm, what to name you? Ah, Calpurnius. That works. Your name is now Calpurnius. Like, they don't just think of a name and just slap it on there. They put a lot of thought. They put a lot of effort into naming children. There are websites about it. There are apps devoted to it, books devoted to it, probably support groups somewhere devoted to it. So it's a very important thing to look at when you're naming characters as well, because in that world, someone's parents put effort into naming them. So you've got to kind of put that same effort into finding a name for a character. And if it's a supporting character, not as important. Um, But if it's one of your main characters, it is vital, vital that you take the time to consider names and to find the right name for that character. It doesn't matter how long it takes or how many names you go through sit down and find that right name. It is absolutely super, super important. And it's kind of fun too to get to sort through all those. So today I'll be talking about kind of some ideas about when to name the character, where to find character names, uh, as well as how to find the name, how to go through and find that one name that really just speaks to you and speaks to the character. And some things to kind of keep in mind while looking at character names. So of course, First and foremost, we're going to start with when to name a character. I get asked this a little bit, um, not too, too much, because uh, there's lots of different ways to go about 
name your character and lots of different times to name your character. And again, nothing is right, nothing is particularly wrong. Any way that you do it is fine. And if you're doing it the same way every time, you might need to introduce a little bit more variety into how and when you are naming your characters. So there's three specific ways and times that you can kind of name a character in the writing process. I'm going to go through those three, give you a little bit of an idea of kind of what they do. And if any of them speak to you and the character you're working on, great, you can do that. Um, you might relate to some of these. If you've written before, you might say, haha, yeah, I do that all the time. Or I've tried all those and this one is the one that's kind of worked for me. Or if you're new, you might get some inspo in naming future characters. So first, you can name a character very first. <laughs> so let's say that, uh, you know, you don't even have a full idea of who the character is, but you know, you know that their name is Leo. Perfect. Sometimes I know their name before I know anything else about them. That happened to a character named Leo. I knew Leo's name was Leo before I knew Leo played piano and violin and guitar and could sing and wrote music, which is very vital to his character. That's just, I, I can't explain why or how, I just knew his name was Leo. That's just it. Um, I didn't write anything, I hadn't written anything about him, but I knew before I started writing and before I even started thinking about him and his relationship to the other character, M that his name was Leo and that it was important to him somehow. So you can name them first off. You can do that with a character that you are first creating. So like, let's say you want to start a new character, but you don't quite 100% know like what to name them or what too much about them. So let's just say you just like think, I'll just think with you. You know, I'm thinking about a character. I want to write a story. I want to write a new one. Don't know anything about it. Don't know any of my characters. I know I got a girl. All right, let's think of girl names. What's the girl name I really like? Thelma. Great, her name's Thelma. Cool. Fine. <laughs> People are going to tell you that's wrong. You have to get to know your character first before you can name them. You can build a character around a name. Do put some thought into it. Do take some time and some care to make sure that is the correct name for your character. But if a name jumps out first, great, fine. You can also... Name the character after you've done phase one of character design. So when you've got that base, when you've got that idea of what they wear, what they like, what their basic personality is, where they come from, cool. Now you can name that character. Because you've got that good idea of what that person is like, you can use that background and that backstory that they've got to kind of help shape the name that you choose for them. So it might be based off of specifically like something their parents liked or where they're from or the time period they're from, totally fine. But having that base of character design to go off of will give you a really good idea of what will and won't fit your character. It will also give you a good idea, again, of what will and wouldn't fit your character's parents. <laughs> because again, they're naming them. So it sometimes helps to have that good background. I did this with a character named Alma. Her name was Alma. Um, I, I can't tell you much other than <laughs> that's kind of how I settled on it. Uh, I looked up kind of Victorian-ish baby names. She is 20 in the 20s, so I needed names that fill right around the Edwardian time, like the turn of the century. So I looked at a little more Victorian names. Her parents kind of came from some money. They had some money, so they were going to get something that was a little more regal, a little older. And so I settled on Alma. It just stuck. I don't know. I wanted something that was a little more plain. Um, maybe it would be more plain because it was a couple of years older than like the hip names would be. So Alma just kind of stuck, and I really like it. I went through a couple of others. I think her name might have been Edna for like a hot, hot minute, and then I was like, I can't, I, I, I don't like that. 
so it's Alma now, and it just, it fit. So I didn't know too, too much about her. I knew the basics of her parents, her, where she's from, what she's like, and so I just used that to kind of go through a list of like 10 names and find the one that worked the best, and it happened to be Alma. So that's fine as well. You can also do it while you're writing. So if you just like need to get started and you know this character is going to take a lot of introspection and thinking about to properly name, give them a filler name and go. There are going to be some podcasts, some authors, some people who write about writing that are going to tell you not to do that. Don't give them a filler name. Really sit there and think about their name before you do that. I'm here to tell you that they're wrong. <laughs> First of all, if someone tells you to write a specific way or start something a specific way or do something a specific way, they're wrong. Don't listen to them or run from them. Two, B, next, any kind of way you need to name a character is fine. And getting started with writing them so you fully get to know them and how they interact with everybody else in the story is important. So don't be afraid to just give them a filler name and then go. I've done this several times. First play I ever wrote, I was like, I need to just write and get to know these characters, how they interact with each other, but I don't have a name for my main character. I knew one character was named Natasha, and I had a feeling the other one was going to have a name that started with an A and was a little older, but I didn't know what to name my main character. Horrible, horrible experience. So I said, cool, okay, uh, I'm going to give her a name. What's the first name that pops in my head? Georgianne. That works great. Her name's Georgianne. So I wrote the whole play. Her name was Georgianne. I had every intention of changing it. And then as I wrote, I found that Georgianne kind of fit her. Whether or not I was writing it specifically to kind of work with the name Georgianne and that made me change how I wrote the character or Georgianne just ended up being a gut instinct that worked. The character's name is still Georgianne and I've been writing about her for well over a year. So sometimes filler names work. Other times filler names do not work but they are they, they serve their purpose. They're a filler until you can figure out what the actual character's name is. Another example the story with Alma. She's got a friend whose name was Edith at first and then I was like mm. I don't know. Don't like that. So I changed it. And then it was Evelyn. And I was like, this does not work either. I don't like it. I have a character named Evelyn in another story that serves a similar purpose as this Evelyn. I don't like it. I need to change it. Okay, great. Fill her name. Uh, Elizabeth. And I said, okay, I'm going to name her Elizabeth. And I said, Elizabeth makes so much more sense. It is more feminine. It is kind of more classic. It's pretty. Uh, people named Elizabeth tend to just be like super cute, super pretty. Um, just like adorable little little princesses that you just like want to stick in your pocket forever, you know? Um, also, Elizabeth Swan, which it has parallels with <laughs> the character named Elizabeth that I won't get into right now. Um, so I just, after I'd written about her, I could kind of decide on a name that worked really well for her. And it was Elizabeth, so it was perfect. So again, filler names work. Either they give you, um, you know, an actual name that you use, or they can let you get started writing, kind of figure the character out, and then name them something real. Like, again, I went through three names. Elizabeth was the third one. Totally fine. Not a big deal. So again, when should I name my character? Anytime. But three of kind of the times I've found are the best are after phase one of character design. So when you've got that good base for who they are. While you're writing, after you've learned a little bit more about how they interact with everybody and kind of their place in the story, or right when you think of the character. Sometimes you think of a character and a name will jump out at you. Perfect, go with that. Another question 
is where do I find these names? I want to start naming a character, I want to start looking at them, but I don't know how to source these names. There's lots of different places to source baby, baby names, character names from, and one of them are going to be baby name websites. Haha, see, there was, a, there was a parallel. I'm not just stupid and saying the wrong thing. So, kind of the best first place to start is going to be by Googling baby names. This will take you to a bunch of baby naming websites. Uh, there's, there's, I don't even think I'm exaggerating when I say millions of websites for names. It's like, I don't know, mothers just need to have all these resources to name their children. Um, so you can take advantage of these as well. My favorite is going to be Nameberry. You'll see it. It'll be like second or third, maybe even first. Uh, this is a really great resource when you're looking at names or looking for specific types of names. So this website allows you to go through each different letter of the alphabet. It lets you gender the name and it lets you find different regions or different languages and kind of names from that language. So if you're looking for French names or if you're looking for names that start with J or if you're looking for unisex names or masculine names, you can go through Nameberry and find those. You can also pinpoint meanings. If you want an upbeat meaning or a meaning that relates to war or strong women or something like that, you can put that in Nameberry and it will help you kind of find those. Cool thing as well, those that website, Nameberry, the listing typically will also have the kind of year it became popular or kind of came about. So you can kind of track if this name would have been around during that time period. So you're not just kind of like grasping at straws. If you want names from a specific time, so let's say you're writing in the 20s, you can type in 1920s baby names. Keep in mind, when you're doing that, know the age of the character and go like that many years in the past. So, for example, if you're writing a character in the 1940s and they're 20, you're going to go back to the 20s and you're going to look up 20s baby names because... People who are 20 in the 40s were named during the 20s, and those were going to be the most popular names for people born in that time period. So you're going to have to go back that exact length of time to find a name that works. Just bear that in mind, keep that in mind. I made that mistake a couple times, gave names to characters that were alive in the 50s that they would not have probably had in the 20s. So just, just keep that in mind. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, I, I was staring at the word Nameberry, and I think I had something else to say, and I've just completely forgotten it. But again, Google's going to be a really, really good place to start. At least gathering names, and if you want to like go through and pinpoint specific types or specific eras, you can do that. Another good resource is going to be Pinterest and Tumblr. These aren't going to be as kind of broad and all-encompassing. Pinterest is going to be stylized and picked by specific people. These are going to be posts that bloggers or people made um, with names that they like that fit a specific time period or a specific region. Uh, and that will be kind of where they go off of. So for example, on Pinterest, it'll be like a picture with like 20 names and it'll be like on the left girls, right boys. And it'll be at the top, like Southern baby names or baby names I like. So you're going to get a lot of that. You're going to get a lot of stylized choices based on the person posting it. Tumblr is going to be kind of similar. Um, Pinterest, again, similar style kind of across the board, I would say. Um, a lot of similar people making the posts. The posts are made by 
people who are uh, quite a bit alike. There's like a style in the people. Uh, so you're going to find that they're going to be, again, very similar. So if you're looking for a specific type of name, Pinterest might be a good place to start. If you want, again, a more broad reaching type of name, maybe a little more hipstery, uh, Tumblr might be a good place to kind of start, a good place to go. Either are going to work really great. Just make sure you're keeping a, like a running list of the names. That's also important to say while you're on Nameberry and while you're on Pinterest and Tumblr and wherever else you might go, keep a list of names that work and speak to you. If it's because you like the meaning, make sure you write down the meaning. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, you have to write down like where the name's from if you don't want to or the time period it's from. But I often keep track of a meaning because I feel like that meaning will help me orient towards a specific character. So again, keep a list, especially on Pinterest and Tumblr. You can be a little more difficult to kind of keep track of names on both of those. Uh, Pinterest, you can start a board. Nameberry, I think you can favorite names. I can't remember. I don't know. Um, another fun place to look are going to be real life. So look at people you know in real life, your friends, your family, uh, your coworkers. If you work in college admissions like me, look at applications and kids you're contacting. Maybe they have cool names. You can also look at books. I say that, do it sparingly and do it smartly. So, for example, uh, don't read the Harry Potter books for naming inspiration and name characters like Severus and Albus and Sirius and Ramus. Don't do that. That's just <laughs> begging for trouble. Um, so maybe don't do fantasy. You can do more standard names like Ronald. I'm not going to really raise too many flags. Um, Harold, again, I'm not going to raise too many flags. Um, Minnie is like a variation on Minerva. Molly's not going to raise too many flags. Uh, but if you're looking at books or TV shows, make sure the character you're writing is not like the character that was originally created. So if you're naming a character Ronald, don't make the character like Ron Weasley. Avoid it. Don't do it. Um, and again, avoid names that are so specific to like those characters from those books. Like, do not name a character Severus unless it just really fits and really works my our generation my generation specifically is just going to sniff that out and we're going to be like why 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 uh, and it'll give people ideas about the character as well so you can go with books go with tv shows but kind of go with a little more standard names so once you've got all those in a list great maybe you have a list of 10 you just wrote down the 10 that spoke to you maybe you have three three these three have the same meaning i really want this meaning now i just got to figure out which variation i want maybe you've got 20 or 30 you just wrote down names you liked or names that really fit the time period great once you've got that it's time to settle on one so you're going to take your list of 30 names and you're not going to delete any but you are going to comb through them and kind of omit some I say you're not going to delete any because you're going to want to save this big list of names because it will help you in the future. It will give you a place to kind of start from and look through. So that way you can say, yeah, I really like the name Priscilla and it's at the top of my list and I haven't used it yet. Cool. Or you can say, none of these really work. None of these really fit. I'm going to go back to Google, to Nameberry, to Pinterest, and I'm going to comb through some other resources to kind of find a name that I like. So separate them out. Separate them into names that you like, into names that you don't like. Again, maybe you have 20. Cool. Do one pass. You don't have to eliminate like 10 on that first pass. Maybe you only eliminate one. Cool, but go through and eliminate them, kind of comb through them. I have some advice, some tips on this part. Uh, 
so let's say you're coming through the 20 and you get to like the last two and the last two both just really stick out to you like you're like yeah i could see this character being named either of these things cool start with those don't look at the others don't look at the other 20 don't look at the other 18 however many don't look at them go with those two and kind of decide between those two just because you've got this list of so many doesn't mean that you have to constantly be like okay well i have to work in intervals of five and i have to get my top five and then my top one no if one speaks to you more than the others just go with it if two speak to you more than the others just go with those two again if all 20 speak to you the same amount that is when you start to like comb through and work through and go through kind of figuring out what would fit the character best but if one of them works and you like it do it do it if you think it works and you think it fits the character for whatever reason perfect go with it but let's say that doesn't happen let's say there isn't a name that just feels right let's say you're kind of on the fence about all of them cool there's 20 Awesome. Let's go through and make passes at them. How do we go about eliminate them? eliminating them? What do we look for? Again, we're going to look for background. We're going to look at the character themselves. And we're going to go with names that would fit their background and would fit their personality. So, for example, uh, maybe their family all have similar names. I have a character, Alma. I mentioned Alma earlier. She has two older brothers, Augustus and Arthur, and an older sister, Adelaide. So they all have A names. That all happened because of Alma. I named them all because Alma was had a name. But let's say that your main character, uh, yeah, the friendly similar thing. They all have names with uh, G. Maybe you've named the younger sister. Maybe her name's Grace. And you want to make sure that that man that you're about to name, that male character you're about to name, has a name that starts with G. Okay? Maybe that will eliminate every name that doesn't start with G. Maybe you realize you don't have a name on the list that starts with G. So you gotta go and you gotta come through and find more names that start with G. That will help. What about, uh, again, background, social class. What are people from a certain social class going to name their children? Again, let's go with the example of the 1800s because I love period pieces. Peasants, poor people in the 1800s are not going to name their children the same thing that middle class people would or that first class high class the really the really really rich people are going to name their children there's going to be some distinction in between those um old money and nouveau riche are not going to name their kids the same thing probably so you're going to want to come through and kind of figure that out sort through that so again background social class kind of economic standing is going to play a big part in period pieces modern pieces not so much modern pieces you do have a bit of a free-for-all back way 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 back when you were gonna have like you're gonna have things that you can name your children things that you can't name your children it's also worth pointing out because uh, this is like vaguely important for some people russia there's like a list of names and the name that you name your child has to be on that list you can't go like make up a name or like make up a spelling like they've got a set list of names that you can pick from and that's what you got so think about that um so if you're writing a character set in, in, in Russia, like if your character is Russian, you gotta go through and you gotta give them a name that looks like Anastasia or Natasha or Olena, like just something in that, in that realm. Dimitri. So yeah, <laughs> time period, background, heritage, um, family names, things like that are going to help you kind of go through and sort through the names. 
those are things that I look for, things that I use, but I realize this is all very subjective. At the end of the day, go for it and look for things that like fit. You don't have to explain to me why they fit, just make sure they fit. So maybe you're going through the 20 and you knock out 10 because they don't fit that background or the time period or go with a specific pattern you were looking for or just give off a certain type of vibe. So now you've got 10. You've got 10 names to go through, great. That is where you can start getting into a little more instinct. That's where you can start picturing characters in the story calling your character or saying your character's name. Maybe you can sit there and picture your character, you know, turning around. They hear the name Edna and they turn around and you're like, she's, she's not an Edna. Um, or they're in class and they say Oscar and he looks up and you're like, yeah, he's an Oscar. That is, again, those top 10, top 5, top 3 are going to get a little more instinct-based and instinct-oriented. Don't be afraid to just do that. Go with what feels right. Go with your gut on those. Through all of this, know that um, the name doesn't have to match the character all the way, you know, quote-unquote match. Um, a lot of us have names that maybe don't quite go with our personality, um, that maybe don't quite fit us. Um, maybe, you know, they go by their middle name. I have a friend whose name is Kyle, he, or his name is Austin, he goes by Kyle. Hmm. Uh, I don't go by my first name, I go by a nickname. I have a friend who goes by a completely different name. Maybe they don't like their name. Maybe they uh, their name is gendered and they don't want to fit in that specific gender. Totally fine. But think about that a little bit. It doesn't have to match. It doesn't have to be 100% correct. They can go by a middle name, they can go by a different name, a nickname. So that works, that's fine. If you for some reason get an intuition that this name doesn't seem like it would work works great cool go with it a little bit how i don't quite know but go with it <laughs> so tips for naming characters after i've run through all of that and kind of given you all of that that you want to come to go through uh, let's look at tips for naming characters number one your character's name again does not have to match them but it should communicate something about them so even if it doesn't 100 match the way the character betrays themselves, thinks of themselves, or is looked at by other characters in the story, it does have to communicate something about them specifically. So for example, um, I have a character whose name is Avery Atticott. And I settled on this by looking at, I literally googled it, I'm not joking, pompous last names. Uh, and I found the name Atticott. It was the first one I saw on the list and I was like, that is really unique, really different, really interesting. I kind of like that. And then I went through and I was like, Avery. Avery, Arthur, Theodore. It's a really pompous first name. I settled on Avery. I think it just fits him better. I don't necessarily think it's pompous or prissy or anything like that. I also settled on it because I did a poll <laughs> on my Instagram, on my close friends, and I gave, I think, like four options. And one of them was like, send me a name. And the other two were like Avery, Emery, one more and I can't remember what the other one was and I think most people voted for send me one and they sent me different options but I was like I Avery works it just works uh, that and if he's got two initials that are the same A and A he can just sign his name A because he's a prick because you know everyone's going to know who Avery is because he's a pompous asshole so there, there's that <laughs> it needs to kind of tell you something reveal something about the character whether it's about their family their upbringing where they're from something like that it needs to reveal a little bit more about them that you might not glean from the first read of the text. I have a lot to unpack there. Um, but yeah, let it communicate something. Let it mean something. 
and don't stick to plain names. You can kind of spice it up and make it fun. As you can tell, I love to have names that are a little more unique, a little different. Uh, if all of your characters are named Larry or Greg or Mary or Jane or Sue or Jack, it's going to get boring and repetitive. So try to find names that are fun and kind of stand out and again are a little more spicy. Uh, like, for example, Harry, normal, Ron, normal, Hermione. Ooh, interesting. So, some fun, some spice, some cool stuff. Um, so give, don't be afraid to kind of give your characters uh, cooler, quirkier names, like Alma. Ooh, who, who, who names their children Alma? Who does that? The Pruitts, apparently. Um, Avery, not 100% a normal name. Fairly normal for that time period, I think, but not, not so normal. Stands out a little bit. If your characters are a little more plain, do you like to kind of stay more towards the wall? Take that into consideration as well. Maybe they have a spicy name and they don't like it. Maybe they have a plain name and that just kind of helps inform the character and how they live. Also look for meanings. Look for meanings and names to try to match them to the character specifically. Uh, so I did this very recently, my character Elizabeth. Uh, I wanted to give her a last name that kind of matched who she was in relation to my main character. So I looked for light, names that meant light, names that meant stronghold, um, names that meant comfort. And I kind of went from there. I ended up picking the last name Delowry. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's fine. Um, and that means light, translates to light, very loosely to light. So I went with that because she is like a light to their life or whatever. It's a very long, it's a very long, complicated, convoluted thing. Basically, I looked for name meanings that went with her and how she kind of helps propel the story and how she kind of helps serve the story. So you can do that. You can also look for name meanings that, again, just gleam something about the character, reveal something a little bit more. For example, um, let's go back to Harry Potter again for the millionth freaking time. Uh, Remus Lupin. Remus and Romulus were the founders of Rome and they were raised by wolves. Remus Lupin's first name is, of course, Remus. He's a werewolf. It works. I think Lupin also vaguely translates to wolf or werewolf. I can't remember, but I know it does. Um, so his name basically is wolf, wolf or wolf, werewolf, um, like Moon Moon the dog, but with a wolf instead. Uh, so it definitely, if you're thinking about it and kind of reminiscing on it, will tell you something or kind of communicate something about Ramus Lupin to you before you ever find out he's a werewolf or anything like that. So meanings can be useful especially towards a hidden things or b ways that they will serve the story and kind of help to guide the story look for patterns in how you name characters maybe you like specific types of names great use that do that <laughs> maybe uh, again the characters have specific names because they're related or because they're from a specific time period go with that do that alma and her family the pruitts all a's totally fine that will also help situate other characters as well. So, for example, Avery ended up being named Avery because uh, he and Alma have this minor thing and it makes them fit really well together because he's just like another A in the long saga of their names. So it kind of works. Also look at families that have, uh, I've done this, families, it's very Southern, very Southern thing to do, um, but where they all go by their first and their middle name. And uh, in this particular thing, they were all named after flowers as well. So that kind of having the one character that was named, I don't remember what her name was, but it was a first and middle name. The first one was a flower. The middle name was like a May, Joe, Lan, something Sylvan. 
so that having her name that way informed how I named the rest of the characters because I knew I wanted them to follow that like specific pattern. I also have patterns in the ways I name my characters or names I tend to like about my characters as well. So this is something I use when I'm kind of lost for a name or stuck trying to think of a specific name for a character. I go back to like standard patterns that I know I like. So the one I can pinpoint the most is going to be a like feminine version of a name with like a masculine sort of nickname on the end. So like Nicolette or Nicoletta going by Nick. Uh, Henrietta, going by Henry, Georgian, going by George. Uh, whether or not the character likes it, this is just something I tend to kind of pick and kind of poke at. Um, I'm trying to think of actual examples I've done recently. I think in one vague story I wrote, uh, I had a character named Charlotte who her family called her Charlie. She didn't really like it, but they called her Charlie anyway. Um, I think that also just comes from my personal experience having a name you, it's, you know, my, my first name is Harris, actually. It's more masculine. Uh, and I go by Harry, which is still not very feminine, but uh, it's less masculine than Harris, maybe. Uh, so that type of pattern, that type of thing. I don't know why I like that. Again, maybe it's just the fact that I have a name similar to it. Uh, maybe I just kind of like those names. So like, I don't know, Augusta, going by Gus. Again, Henrietta, going by Henry. That's just the one that pops the most in my head. So find patterns that you like in names and kind of go with those, I think is the moral of that ramble. And look for patterns that you like um, or patterns that will kind of help inform names for the first character or the rest of the characters. And again, once you have compiled that list of 20 to 30 names for that specific character, don't delete it. Keep it. Just kind of go through and try to source as many as you can. Maybe you type them all out on your phone or onto another Google Doc and just kind of go from there. But that will help you start next time you have to name a character. I also sort them into boy names versus girl names and I had in the old one that got deleted from my phone uh, a little list of surnames because I was really bad at surnames um, and finding last names. But keep that list. It'll give you a good place to start from. Some good inspiration. Uh, maybe once you name a character or something take it off the list just in case. Um, or you could leave it on and just try to remember don't name a character Sally because I've already named her Sally. So I think that's everything. I could keep going. I think I rambled a three separate times though in this specific one. Um, so I'm gonna just not, not keep going. I'm gonna stop myself here. Uh, but thank you guys for joining me. I know this was a little disjointed. Um, hopefully you got it. Uh, in case you didn't, let's do a quick rundown. You can name a character whenever you need to. You can name them first. Could be the first thing you figure out about them. You could name them right after you do your kind of base character design, phase one, as I called it, uh, where you just kind of know the basics about them. Or you could do it while you're writing. You could give them a filler name while you write, uh, and then maybe keep the filler name, change the filler name. Either way, starting naming a character after you start writing is totally fine. You can also find names uh, from Google. Just Googling baby names, you know, Victorian baby names, Southern baby names going onto websites like Nameberry or Billy Ballot, where you can find uh, like origins, time period that it was created in, meanings, and kind of go through a bunch of different names with some kind of rationale or system. You can also go on Pinterest or Tumblr to find names, and you could look at real life movies, books to look for names as well. But as you're doing all of that, be sure that you're keeping a list of ones that speak to you. 
again, you can search through letters or meanings or origins. And if there's a specific reason why that name really speaks to you for the character and you want to make sure you think of that, make a note of it. Once you've gotten that list, it can be as long as it needs to be, either two or 20, go through and sort through them. If as you're sorting through, one just really speaks to you, go with that one. If you need to go through and eliminate 10 and then, you know, get down to five and then three and then two, go ahead and do that. Look for patterns or things that really are important to the character. So are there family names? Are there things that the family might or parents might have looked at when they were naming that child? What about what the time period? Do, 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 blah, blah, does <laughs> trying to do too much? Does that name fit with the time period? What about the background? Social, SES, social, socioeconomic status. It's been a while since I took an education class, so bear with me when it comes to terminology like that. Uh, socioeconomic status, maybe where they're from, where their parents are from, heritage, stuff like that. And names don't have to match them, but they should communicate something about the character in just the same. That's the overview. It's the basics. Um, again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. If you find that none of this works for you, cool. Do your own thing. There's no right or wrong way to name a character. There's no right or wrong way to write a story, um, which is part of why my podcast is called the Right Podcast uh, because this is the quote unquote Right Podcast. Um, and in my opinion, there's no right way to write writing it's the right way to write uh anything that works best for you is what works best and don't let other people tell you otherwise even me when it comes to naming even though i have a wealth of knowledge and information i'm not always right you know what to name your characters better than i do so go with it find a pattern that works with you find a system that works for you find names that work for you that you like and that you could see yourself naming a character or you could see a character being called and just go from there so thank you for indulging me. I realize that makes very little sense and probably everything I talked about makes no sense. Um, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at the right podcast or at my email at writepodcast at gmail.com. I am happy to help answer your questions uh, and to help give you motivation or you might need some. I got a DM asking me a specific question um, about writing, which I was super excited to get, and I'll probably elaborate on in another aside episode. And I had a friend who sent me the work she is doing in her own story that she just started writing. So thank you, Selena, for sharing that with me. I loved getting that and receiving that. Uh, again, if you have any questions, um, please feel free to reach out to me. Or if you want me to look at something you're writing and kind of review it, either on air or not on air. I don't care which one, whatever you like best. I'm happy to give you any kind of feedback or help that you need. But I think that's enough for this week. Um, I, spoiler alert, am recording in my room. I'm sure there's a lot of extra sound you can hear. Uh, and my parents made it through with 38 minutes without calling up here to talk to me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe I'll record in my room from now on. So if you've been hearing people talking or TV, um, They've been watching elementary downstairs and my mom's been making potato salad. So that's definitely what's going on. But uh, thank you guys again for joining me. I'm so excited to have y'all here, to have y'all listening. Uh, and I look forward to talking to y'all next week when we continue to discuss character. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, uh, but we're going to talk about something. I know for a fact. <laughs> so I will see y'all again next week. Maybe I will have my life figured out. Probably not. But hopefully y'all will come back for another installment. Bye y'all. Stay safe and stay happy.